Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yeah. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Yes, yes. Welcome to the Pick Six Podcast. I am your host, Timothy Michael McKernan. On the Inside STL Podcast Network, this is the Tim McKernan Show. The HomeLoanExpert.com studios on the road this week as I am on vacation, but Pick 6 takes no vacation. The delightful Prod Joe will be on the Mark Hanna Evergreen Wealth Strategies phone lines while Gangster Pete and G-Unit will be in studio. I will handle setting things up, going over the records and my picks before I hand it off to these boys, and uh, and Pete will edit the whole thing together, and it's going to be magical. It's going to be incredible what's going to go on with this. It looks like, with what I have uh, here, uh, that we had a pretty good week last week. If, I am, if I'm looking at the right stuff, I went 4-1, Prod Joe went 3-2, G-Unit went 3-3, three and, three, and Gangster Pete went 4-0. and oh. And so what that means is Gangster Pete is now in first place, 25 and 21 on the year. I am in second place in a stunning development at 24 and 23. Uh, G-Unit is in third place at 23 and 24, and Prod Joe is uh, within striking distance of everyone at 21 and 23, but in the cellar. So uh, last week I went uh, 4 and 1, and Prod Joe went 3 and 2. The reason why we didn't have six picks is because our lock... Ohio State minus 25 against Maryland was canceled after we recorded the podcast. Pete was on Maryland, so he didn't have that game, and he didn't have Coastal Carolina either, so he only had four games. G-Unit did have a full slate, and he went 3-3. Three and three. So now that I'm kind of in the mix uh, here for the last couple weeks, I actually have been looking at picks in advance doesn't mean that it's going to do anything, but lately I've been decent. I see I'm 4-1 last week and 4-2 and the previous week. So there it is. The table is set. Our sponsors who make this thing possible, Ryan Kelly, the home loan expert, online at thehomeloanexpert.com. I refinance through him, and I continue to do business with him now. He is the best in the business. Doug Vaughn has refinanced with him, and if you are looking to get pre-approved, that takes a very uh, limited amount of time as well, and in a very competitive home market um, where it is a seller's market, you want to be pre-approved, and that's what Ryan Kelly does. Refinancing, pre-approval, go online at thehomeloanexpert.com. You also have Mark Hanna of Evergreen Wealth Strategies, our phone line sponsor here. As the year wraps up, make sure that you are buttoned up 
with one of the best in the business. His name is Mark Hanna of Evergreen Wealth Strategies. He's online at evergreenstl.com. He's a really good guy. A number of people I know have now switched to him. Makes me very happy because I know they are in good shape because they're with one of the best. Uh, 314-889-0503. 314-889-0503. Mark Hanna, Evergreen Wealth Strategies, helping everyday people Every day, get their finances organized. Give him a call. You'll get off the phone call, and you'll feel much better about things after you talk to him. Mark Hanna, Evergreen Wealth Strategies, 314-889-0503. Or go online at evergreenstl.com. Along with Ryan Kelly and Mark Hanna, our sponsors are Seth Goldcamp of Design Air Heating and Cooling, the official HVAC provider of the Tim McCurden Show and the Ryan Kelly Morning After. Also, Jim Rogers of Restoration One of Central St. Louis, online at Restoration, the number one of CentralStLouis.com. James Carlton of the Carlton State Farm Insurance Agency in Munganest, St. Louis Acura, and Alton Toyota, the official automotive dealership of the Tim McKernan Show. All of these sponsors make it possible for questions from the audience and also for the Pick Six podcast. And I am very pleased to let people know that we now have a website for SoundStory. SoundStory is the company that I accidentally started on this podcast about a year ago. It was about a year ago that people emailed in um, saying they wanted to hear me interview my dad. And I don't want to make it sound like hundreds did, but a few did. And I kind of went back and forth and said, I'm not really sure it's something I want to do. I think we're going to wind up weeping. And I didn't, and I, and I didn't want to do it. And uh, it was one email in which a gentleman said, if you're not going to do it for yourself and you're not going to do it for your dad, do it for your son, do it for your brother's kids, do it for your other brother's son, and they will always have your dad's voice and they will always have your dad's story. And it was that perspective that drove it home for me. And we did the interview, made it public. You can listen to it on this podcast feed. Um, And it also, as I was reading that email, I thought, man, how great would it be if my late grandparents had recorded their story with somebody who did interviews for a living and I could drive around or while I'm working out or walking or running, whatever the case might be, listen to one of my grandfathers, one of my grandmothers tell their life story, hear their voice, hear somebody who uh, does interviews for a living conduct a conversation with one of my grandparents and what that would mean for me, for my brothers, for my sister. And how that is a, an absolutely priceless gift. And that's when the idea for Sound Story was born. And uh, for the last year or so, certainly with some time off because of COVID, uh, we have done, I would say we've done about 50 of them. And um, But it's always been people have emailed me, and you can continue to do that, teamacurnan at insidestl.com. But we didn't have a website um, because I didn't really know what we were going to wind up doing with it. And I didn't really want to market it during the pandemic because I felt like it's like, hey, you know, I know this impacts older people. And, you know, so you want to make sure you get their story. That that was awfully morbid. So I just, you know, it was one of those things I mentioned and people would email me. But now, now that we have the ability, we always had the ability, but now that we're doing them via Zoom, and, we, you, you know, we can still do them in a studio setting, but you can get, while we're all kind of, cooped up in the winter um, to do this via Zoom. We've done it over phone lines as well. Uh, We're making it one price, one price no matter what for the purpose of the launch of the website. It's mysoundstory.com. That's the website, mysoundstory.com. I'm available to do the interviews 
Doug Vaughn's available to do the interviews. Um, and I'm talking with a couple of uh, other people in St. Louis media who I think uh, would be of interest for uh, doing interviews as well. But um, I, I, I love doing them. That's one thing I will say. I love doing them. But um, it's, 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 it's more than me getting a chance to hear people tell stories. It's an honor for people to entrust that responsibility to me. And um, it's turned into something that I didn't anticipate because I stumbled into it on the podcast. But when you think about it, there's two ways to go with this thing. There's interviewing, whether it be your parents, an individual, your father, your mother, your grandparents, um, and having them tell their story. And I would say of the 50 or so that I've done, probably 45 of them have been that. And then there is what... um, my brothers and sister did for my parents for Christmas last year, which would be a great Christmas gift. And we make gift certificates available at mysoundstory.com um, for Christmas. Uh, but uh, we got together and we just told stories. But the main thing of our childhood, but the main thing that I thought about with doing it is, and I hope it doesn't come off as morbid, but I think if you can subtract the, you know, the thought of um, the sadness of a family member passing and look at it from this standpoint, it'll drive it home. So many of the things that we say about our loved ones are said when it's too late, when they can't hear them. And um, they're said at eulogies, they're said at funerals, they're said at memorial services, whatever the case might be. And I wanted to make sure, and my brothers and my sister wanted to make sure that our parents heard not only the stories, you know, laughing about all of the stuff growing up in a, in a large family, but, but our gratitude. And that's the reason why we did it. And as you can imagine, when my parents got a chance to hear that, it meant the world to them. So we facilitate that as well. Um, I'm just kind of a moderator, so to speak. Did one of those with... Man, was it six siblings, I think? I think it's two or one was in San Diego, one was in Colorado, and then four were uh, in studio, and they did shifts, two on, two off, so we didn't jam up the studio. Um, so that's how big we've gone, and we can do that for your family as well, whether it be me, whether it be Doug. Go to mysoundstory.com if you have any questions, tmckernanatinsidestl.com. I love doing it, and now that we have the website, um, it makes it easier for people to find out more about it. You can hear clips of the interview with my dad, find out the background on how this whole thing works, um, and also purchase a gift certificate for the holidays as well, mysoundstory.com. So there it is. Everything is laid out now for our Pick 6 episode. I am, let's see, 4-1 and one and 4-2, and 8-3 and three over my last two weeks, and I'm kind of peacocking around about it. Here's what I got this week. Even though if I weren't uh, on vacation and we were all in studio, the great gangster Pete would be leading off. But because I am remote broadcasting, uh, I will lead things off for the purpose of flow. But gangster Pete, I will acknowledge you should have the leadoff position. I will start things off. I have been really high on Indiana this year, but my high comes to an end here. Indiana at Ohio State, Ohio State minus 20 and a half. For as high as I am on Indiana... They should have lost to Penn State. Uh, James Franklin and whatever happened with that touchdown that I think I reference every week on Pick 6 may lead to the end of James Franklin in, in, in Happy Valley. 
they sh- they were in complete control of Bloomington in Week One, uh, uh, the Big Ten schedule, and they blew it. And Indiana has been the beneficiary ever since with some, uh, you know, easier uh, Big Ten opponents. The easy Big Ten opponents come to an end this weekend in Columbus. I like Ohio State minus twenty and a half. I got to be honest with you. I like Ohio State minus thirty and a half. I will take the Buckeyes minus twenty and a half against Indiana, even though I wouldn't mind seeing Indiana win the game. I'm taking Ohio State minus twenty and a half, and in another big spread. Uh, my reasoning on this one: there is a Heisman campaign going on, and Dan Mullen is uh, seemingly losing his mind each week. Uh, so I think he will continue to run it up because they're in a spot where they. Kind of have to, uh, although I guess you could make the case they control their own destiny should they get to the uh, SEC championship game and beat Alabama. I will take Florida, minus 31.5 at Vanderbilt. Florida's defense isn't great uh, by any means, but Vanderbilt's offense is dreadful. So in a, in a great scenario, we'll just play it out. Let's do the math. Vanderbilt scores 21 points, and I feel that's really uh, aggressive, but let's just say it. Does Vanderbilt keep Florida under 52 points? I can't see that happening uh, with the Kyle Trask-Heisman campaign uh, at full throttle. So I I go with Florida minus 31.5. This is not an anti-Missouri thing. After all, I am a Missouri quote-unquote alum, eight hours remaining. Um, But I really subscribe to when a coaching change is made in the middle of the season, the team that makes the change gets a bounce back. And Missouri usually is the one to cause the coaching changes in the SEC. It seems like if you're kind of teetering on the brink in the SEC and you lose to Missouri, you lose your job. I feel like it's happened like four times since Missouri's been the SEC. This time it happened the week before the team plays Missouri. In this case, it's uh, South Carolina and parting ways with Will Muschamp. I think Mike Bobo is going to try and uh, audition for the job. And I like South Carolina plus six and a half uh, against Missouri so I'll take the Gamecocks plus six and a half. And then my old reliables, the overs in the NFL. Although I've gone on some unders here uh, lately, but I'm going on the over of the Cardinals and Seahawks of 57 and a half. Um, that's just, it's, a, it's, it's got everything. Thursday night, a game in Seattle, two teams that just score like crazy. Plus Seattle's coming off of a bad offensive performance against the Rams. Over a 57 and a half and Packers at Colts. I will take the over of 51 and a half. The over of 51 and a half on the Packers and Colts. I have a feeling we might have somebody of the Prod Joe, Gangster Pete, G Unit Triumvirate going under on that one. I don't know. It seems like it might be one that people would go under on, but I'm going over a 51 and a half. Uh, on the Packers and the Colts. Before I give my lock and then throw things back to the Kirkwood Studios, allow me to talk about James Carlton of the Carlton State Farm Insurance Agency. 314-961-4800 or go online at carltoninsurance.net. If your insurance costs a leg and arm, call James Carlton. State Farm, he is my insurance agent. I made the call and I made the switch and it couldn't have been easier. And I love the fact that so many people are making the switch as well. You deserve more from your insurance agent than you're most likely getting. James Carlton of the Carlton State Farm Insurance Agency has hired a staff to make sure that you are taken care of. 314-961-4800 or go online at carltoninsurance.net. James Carlton, 314-961-4800 or go online at carltoninsurance.net. And Seth Goldcamp of Design Air Heating and Cooling is a wonderful sponsor of this program and also the Ryan Kelly Morning After 
and he is the official HVAC provider of this program. Uh, and the Ryan Kelly Morning After. Veterans, nurses, doctors, law enforcement, firefighters, a free furnace tune-up to make sure your heating system is operating safely this winter. No strings attached, no other purchase necessary. Design Air just wants to thank all of these frontline workers for their extraordinary efforts in 2020. To schedule your free tune-up or to get more information about the rebate, please visit designairservice.com. I'm a client, couldn't be happier. It's Design Air Heating and Cooling. And also, Munganest. Munganest, the official automotive dealership of this podcast and of the Ryan Kelly morning after. It's just where I got my car, as a matter of fact, and I am so happy that I did. Plus, they have the TMA special going on at Munganast. Are you kidding me? What is this? Well, I will tell you what it is. It's at St. Louis Acura. Now, they also have Alton Toyota. That's where I got my car. It's St. Louis Acura. A 2020 Acura MDX all-wheel drive lease for $349 a month, zero down. 36 months, tax title license extra, but zero down, $349 a month. This is a great car, and it's the TMA slash Tim McKernan Show special. Plus, at Alton Toyota, they have several new Toyotas with a 0% financing available. Please visit altontoyota.com or stlouisacura.com for details, and they can deliver your new or used car to your work or home. And as always, with over 200 pre-owned cars available, they are your best selection. It's Munganast. And Restoration One of CentralStLouis.com, the great Jim Rogers, online at Restoration One of CentralStLouis.com. He saved the day for me when our basement had all kinds of issues. He can do the exact same thing for you. Mold remediation, water damage to your home, 314-888-5266, 314-888-5266, or go online at Restoration One of CentralStLouis.com. Jim Rogers and Restoration One of Central St. Louis. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm on a heater here with my locks, and I want to keep it going. Let's see. I won. Well, I didn't have one last week, uh, but I have won three in a row, and I'm going to make it four in a row with one that I would give points on, but we're getting points, and that is Liberty. Liberty plus three and a half at North Carolina State. There's something about Liberty. There's something about Liberty. Hugh Freeze is probably in audition mode for the South Carolina uh, job, just like Mike Bobo is. And uh, and and they're just going. They're going to win. But we're getting three and a half points. Lock of the week: Liberty plus three and a half against North Carolina State. With that, my picks are in. Gangster Pete, UG Unit, and producer Joe, take it away back in St. Louis. Thanks, Tim. What's up, boys? Hey, Gangster Pete, Joe. Good to see you guys. Why are you talking in oh. a radio voice? <laughs> <laughs> Hey, look, somebody somebody has a, a somewhat decent week, and all of a sudden, oh, well, I mean, what were you last week? Oh, three and three and lost a lock. But yet, you're still walking as though you're, you're the coolest guy around. You know, I got a text message from our friend Seth Goldcamp, and he was uh, taking another shot at me because my spite lock, which was Boston <laughs> College, lost by half a point, which is about as perfect mm-hmm. as it can get. The podcast is 0-2 on spite locks this year. <laughs> but uh, nobody was a, nobody was a loser last week. Everybody had at least hey. a 500 record. So uh, we're really turning this it, thing around. It, it's bad luck for G-Unit that he was the only one that got to play a lock period last week because uh, Tim and I got banged and Pete got banged and Pete had another game get banged. And my guess is that 
somebody is going to lose at least one game this week because that game's going to get banged as well. Yeah, I was uh, checking my games to see if any of them got banged already, and I think they're all good at this point, but it's still early in the week. <laughs> Boy, they just take them off the board left and right later in the week, don't they? I mean, geez. I mean, there's like 15, 20 games last week. It crazy. Looked, it looked ridiculous. So what? So when did they make the decision to postpone or cancel? I mean, that day? Uh, uh, conference no, to conference no. is different, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, everybody's is different. And so, like, we recorded last week around, what, 10, 30, 11 o'clock, yeah. something like that. And within two hours of us recording on Wednesday, Ohio State uh, had gotten ki- had been killed at that point. And then – uh, and then other games just kind of trickled along. Obviously, Coastal Carolina got banged at some point. Um, and yeah, I mean, it just, it, it, there's some type of trigger, you know, mechanism that leads to whether it's a, a certain number of scholarship players no longer being available or something. And, right, right. Uh, my, my question is more to after that decision's made, when do they decide whether or not to try and reschedule it? Because I'm assuming postponing. It is a term of art, which means you're going to play it, and canceling, also a term of art, which means it's not happening this season, right? Yeah, like some of the conference said outright yeah. that they're just going to cancel Big games Ten, that don't get played, yeah. Oh, so that's the yeah, that's Big, the league Big rule. Big Ten's not even trying. Yeah. Oh, okay. yeah, Big Ten's not even trying to reschedule. And then the, the SEC, SEC is. And then December the 19th. <laughs> yeah, the SEC's got strict contract contact tracing rules. So, like, I guess A&M had one guy that actually had it but he was in contact with a ton of guys, so they couldn't play. But that mm-hmm. LSU-Alabama yeah. game, is that getting rescheduled? I thought there was talk they were just going to say it's not worth it. Yeah. No, because the makeup day is the day of the SEC championship game, as far as I can tell, mm. which is, uh, what, December 19th. Yeah. And so Alabama's going to be playing in that game, so they're not going to make them play twice, and I don't think they're going to push the SEC championship game back a week. And I don't think they're going to try and squeeze it in maybe the weekend before uh, because I don't think it's going to be matter. But because what Texas A&M has also been banged quite a bit and they have one loss already. Uh, and that's two Alabama, correct? That Texas A&M's loss is two Alabama. Yeah, it's got to be. And so theoretically, if Alabama plays one less game and they, as long as they don't lose the iron bowl or get tripped up somewhere else, having Alabama have to make up against LSU won't make a difference because they'll still hold the head-to-head over Texas A&M. So uh, <laughs> as long as Alabama is able to run it, I imagine they won't end up making up the game with LSU because there won't be a reason to do so. Very interesting. This, uh... But if they stub their toe against somebody, then uh, it will have to be made up they... because then theor- theoretically they could lose another game and A&M would want them to have to play. But if I'm A&M and I only have one loss, and that's to Alabama, then you might not want to have to play in the SEC championship game because you've already beaten Florida once. And Alabama's probably going to be playing Florida, and A&M might be able to kind of backdoor their way into a playoff appearance without having to play uh you know, without having to play in the SEC championship game at that point. Oh, I don't think that that's – well, yeah, I'd love to see the odds on it. I mean, it's not that it's very unlikely because well, it is, but I, I just think it might be they're, impossible. They're not going to give a a one-loss A&M a berth to the Final Four if 
So you're saying that that would happen over Florida, if Florida beat Alabama in the SEC championship game? No, 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 no. Florida's already lost to A&M. Right. Let's just assume that Florida, Florida loses to Alabama in the SEC championship game. Then at that point, A&M, you know, they're the number five or six team, AP five, coaches pull six. What the first rankings come out in a couple of weeks for the BCS people. But A&M wouldn't want to have to play in the SEC championship game. That's what, that's my fun playing out. Oh, yeah. Alabama's probably not going to have to make up with LSU, but A&M could be on the outside looking in. Their only loss being to Alabama. And, uh, you know, it, it remains to be seen what ends up happening with, obviously, Ohio State, Notre Dame, Clemson. I don't think any Pac-12 teams are going to enter into the conversation. Nobody from Cincinnati would probably over Texas A&M under your scenario there. I would certainly, I would hope so. I mean, give the kids a break. Oh, if they're undefeated, obviously. I would, I would love to see Cincinnati play play A&M. I think Cincinnati beat them. I do too. So, I mean, if you, I mean it. They're they're certainly beating the shit out of any comers. That's for sure. They definitely have a better Uh, defense than A&M. They've played Austin P, Army, South Florida. They've been postponed against Tulsa. That comes up at the end of the year. They've beaten SMU, Memphis, Houston, and ECU. That I, I realize that it's awfully hard to argue who is A&M played, but A&M, or A&M's beaten Florida. And well, Florida if, right now is, is everybody's darling. So that, that counts for something, right? If Tulsa, it does, it does. But if Tulsa wins out before that matchup with Cincinnati, that'll tell us a lot about how— Cincinnati. How, that's right, because oh, yeah, yeah. Tulsa's no, ranked number twenty-five right now. So if they went out, you can expect that they would be what in in twenty twenty twenty-one. And then if Cincinnati blows them out of the stadium, then you got to give them a little credit if they're undefeated. Give them the berth. Why? It tells you more about who they've played than anything else, and that just because you're the, the king of beating up on mediocre and bad teams doesn't give you you know like I said. A&M's win as a one-loss team, they've got a better win than anybody else has right now. As a one-loss team, they have a better win than anybody else. Yeah, I think that's, you know, that's Clemson true. Clemson's 7-1, seven, Clemson seven and one, but what is their best win? Right? A&M's win, they can say, well, we beat Florida. I mean, that, that's our best win is Florida. And Florida's either 5 or 6. Uh, depending upon which poll you're looking at right now, too. So maybe the maybe when the playoff rankings come out, and this is a really weird year because in a lot of years you can look at some of these teams and say, well, our best win is this, and that team has also played a whole bunch of other teams. Like there, there's everything is conference related, and if your conference is just kind of eh, it's really really hard to start stacking up who is your best win. Like Notre Dame, Notre Dame is in the best position because you know we've got a great win. If you're Notre Dame, oh, here's who we've beaten, boys. And if you end up losing to Clemson, Clemson's going to say, well, our best win is Notre Dame. It's also our loss, and Notre Dame's going to have the same thing. So it's probably more likely that two ACC teams get in. But the argument for Texas A&M as we've gone down this stupid rabbit hole of what happens with making up games is that A&M, sitting on the outside looking in right now, has the best win and could eventually get the bump without having to play in the SEC championship game. All right, boys, let's get to these picks. I'm uh, I'm losing line value in one of these games the longer we go. <laughs> uh, I'm going to recap Tim's picks just for you guys. He's already uh, said it on the podcast, but uh, this is so Joe can record it. And then uh, check these lines, Joe, if you don't oh, mind. Oh, okay. <laughs> All, right. All, right. All right. His first pick is Ohio State, minus 20 and a half. 
against Indiana? That is that is a hundred percent correct. And then Florida minus thirty one and a half against Vanderbilt. Uh, I'll have to look that. Did one you say thirty one and a half? Yeah, thirty one and a half. Yeah. And I then, know it's huge because I saw it earlier this morning. I just don't think it's uh, – Florida's still 31-and-a-half. That is correct. All right. Then uh, South Carolina plus six-and-a-half versus Mizzou. Ooh, that hurts. That stings. Tim, Tim, Tim. Tim, Tim, Tim. What would you say, plus six-and-a-half? That's right. Uh, I really like that pick, too. I don't know where these lines makers come up with this <laughs> Mizzou winning by a touchdown on the road, but whatever. Well, Tim, I, Tim I, went with the I changing coach logic that you like. Oh, but, yeah, yeah. But I, I think I think that game's going to end up getting banged. Just neither here nor there. But based on uh, South Carolina yeah, or Mizzou, based on Mizzou, it sounds like Eli's going to try to play it no matter what, even if they're below fifty-three right. guys. I don't know. I'm just okay. saying that that's what I've been reading in the post. All uh, right, and uh, his ne- last two games. Next, he goes to the NFL for the Cardinals and Seahawks over a fifty-seven and a half. Ooh. Yeah, that's a huge number, and yep. that's a Thursday night game, right? Yeah, that's that's part of his reasoning for liking it. Is that neither of the teams is going to magically find out how to play defense in, in yep. a couple of days? Yep, that's right. That that line's that line's still correct. And then he's got the Packers and the Colts over fifty one and a half. Uh, that one is. Still 100% correct. So all of his lines are good. And then I might as well just give you his uh, lock now so you can check it now, get it over with. His may lo- as well. His lock. Let, oh, man, we're going to let the we're gonna let the cat out of the bag early here. I mean, he's already said it on the podcast. <laughs> right. This is the second time people are hearing oh, this. Oh, sure. Uh, Liberty plus three and a half. What? Hugh Freeze against NC State. That is random. Uh, Liberty's good, no, man. Their quarterback I, I, is shifty. I was on Liberty a couple weeks ago. Uh-huh. I was on Liberty a couple of weeks ago, baby. Yeah, I was on that Liberty uh, Biotech over. Yeah. How are they playing I, uh, all these all these big-time schools? They got quite a schedule, it sounds like. Hugh Freeze is scheduling his pals. Wow. Uh, because nobody uh, – that number's still three and a half, so that number's good. Yeah, that, and then Hugh Freeze good. might be auditioning for that South Carolina job during this game. I like that pick. Yeah. I, all right. That's – South Carolina is like the Missouri of, of a different time zone. Like, really. Like, people's <laughs> expectations for programs and what they should be and shouldn't be. Uh, I think there are a lot of comparisons between the two Columbias. But Hugh Freeze would be a good head coach, I think. I think. And he's done it in the SEC already. So, All right. That's kind yeah, of a shot at Mizzou, uh, but I'll let, I'll let you have that one. Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go it first because I went 4-0 last week. I am the leader of this mm-hmm. little, little contest. So uh, I'm going to start mm-hmm. out. With the Sun Belt, everybody knows I like the Sun Belt. We got the cream of the crop playing each other this week. We got Coastal Carolina minus five and a half against Appalachian State. Uh, Coastal Carolina had that unintentional buy last week because uh, their game got canceled due to COVID. Uh, I love Coastal Carolina, and I'm going to stick with them. Uh, They're giving up 16 points a game. The Appalachian State quarterback is questionable. I'd get this uh, in early if you want to bet on Coastal Carolina because that line's going to rise if he ends up being out of the game. Uh, Appalachian State, they've lost seven straight games versus ranked teams, and Coach Drinkwitz is not walking through that door. I'm going Coastal Carolina minus five and a half. Next, we will move to the Big Ten. Uh, Pete, Pete. Yes, sir. Pete, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to give you I'm gonna give you something here is you're picking up a half point. It's not, now at minus five. Oh, sweet. 
Last week, uh, all of my games went the opposite way, or went the went the opposite way after I picked them. So you might want to get on these early because I'm on a heater. All right, next we go to the Big Ten: Maryland, Michigan State. These are two programs going opposite directions. Uh, I like Maryland minus six. Uh, Michigan State doesn't have a quarterback. They've been they were switching out quarterbacks last week. They're last in the Big Ten in offense. They have turnover problems. They've scored seven total points in their last two games. Two is hot. They had the unintentional bye last week, too. They should be ready to roll. I like Maryland, minus six against Michigan State. Next, we've got Wisconsin versus Northwestern. Uh, I think Northwestern is good, but Wisconsin has been rolling. I think their D is too much for Northwestern. Uh, This is just different weight classes. I think Northwestern's feisty. They'll keep it close for a while, but I think uh, Wisconsin will pull away in the end. So I like Wisconsin, minus seven and a half. If they could have fans there, it would be a whole oh, yeah. another ball game because Northwestern is sneaky good at home. I really, I don't even take the home and away into account much right now. The way things are going, I mean, not for not for really? Illinois teams, that's for sure. Right? Yeah, for sure. All right. Next, uh, we have my darling San Jose State Spartans. I'm the biggest San Jose State Spartan fan in Missouri. Uh, they're at Fresno. Fresno's good, but like I've been telling you guys, San Jose State is on a mission. Uh, they're favored on the road, which kind of worries me. Vegas is starting to catch up with my boys. Uh, but they pass the ball very well, and that's the thing that uh, Fresno struggles with a little bit. So I'm going to take San Jose State, minus 2.5 at Fresno. That'll be our our third pick of San Jose State this season. And then my last Ooh. pick before my lock, uh, I'm going with Iowa, minus 2.5 at Penn State. No fans at Penn State, or less fans at Penn State. But uh, Penn State, they're a mess, man. They've got uh, internal squabbling. Uh, the Iowa running game is solid. Running game travels. Uh, they're great on both sides of the ball. They've given up 14 points in their last two games. Uh, I think that Iowa will eventually wear them down and uh, run them out of their own place. So I'm taking Iowa minus two and a half. And those are my five picks. I got Coastal Carolina minus five. Maryland minus six, Wisconsin minus seven and a half, San Jose State minus two and a half, and Iowa minus two and a half. I believe Prod Joe is next. What was your record last uh, week, yeah. Joe? Four and two? Three, three and two. two. Three and two. Three and two. Three and two because I, uh, I got bumped on Ohio State, Pete. Uh, oh, yeah, that would have been three and three. Is, because this is a, a podcast and people can't see things, uh, I just sent you a screenshot of my cheat sheet uh, for my games this week. Just to show that, uh, in fact, uh, I am on two games that that you are on, also. Oh wow! And, uh, that's, that's a smart strategy. For slight, uh, well, yeah, it has nothing to do with that. It gains <laughs> me nothing if I'm trying to make up ground on you. Me picking the same games as you is uh, asinine. But I understand. Uh, that. First, I'm with my first game is Coastal Carolina. Um, last week, I was on Georgia State. Georgia yep. State was playing App State. Georgia State was winning that game for a very, very, very long time. Last week, App State was 1-5 coming in against the spread. They're now 1-6 against the spread. Coastal Carolina, memory serves me correctly, still undefeated against the spread this year, correct? Uh, they're either undefeated or 5-1, something like that. Uh, let's see here. 5-1-1 ah, against the spread. So you've got a team that's 1-6 against the number and a team that's 5-1 against the number. Uh, I'll continue to roll the dice and uh, fade App State and take Coastal Carolina minus 5. Great the other pick, game Joe. Wisconsin minus Thanks, pal. The other game was Wisconsin minus seven and a half. The same game that you were on as well. 
Uh, I unfortunately watched way too much of that Purdue and uh, Northwestern game last week. And granted, Purdue, too. Just could, Purdue couldn't pass the ball. That's one thing. I saw that. Um, so uh, I don't know how much that really tells you uh, at this point uh, about Northwestern. But I've watched Wisconsin play the two games that they have played, and they've looked head and shoulders better than uh, everybody else that's been on the field with them. So I'll also lay that seven and a half. Uh, next up, two soccer plays. Uh, now that everything uh, is back to normal, no international breaks until March, I believe. Uh, first game will be Arsenal and Leeds over three. And then uh, I'm going to take Manchester United minus a goal and a half against West Bromwich Albion. That is a two o'clock kickoff on Saturday, which is a really weird time. Uh, but with the chance that even more football games are going to be canceled, you can at least uh, dedicate a screen to uh, – to watching that. So the over of Leeds and Arsenal and Manchester United minus one and a half. Uh, and then my final game is uh, the Tampa Bay Bucks. Rolled them this past week along with G-Unit. And we'll roll with them once again this week uh, on Monday Night Football at home against the Rams. And I watched a lot of that Rams and Seahawks game too. Like I get it, but Jared Goff's going to have to do something against teams that can score. And uh, I think the Bucks are going to put up some points. So I will, uh, I'll lay the three and a half uh, with Tampa Bay. Long travel too. It is, but it's a Monday night and it's a night game. That, that, that part of it is a little bit different, but yeah. All right. Joe's picks are in the book. G unit is up. He went three and three last week and he is in third place in this thing. I think so. Hovering around 500, yeah. one, one game under. Uh, yeah. You know, I think we'd be remiss to not mention, before I give you my picks, to not mention two of the worst beats uh, in recent memory that just uh, happened this past why weekend. Why you got to do this? <laughs> I had the uh, the great luck to be watching these games with Gangster Pete, and boy, was he on the wrong side of both of these bad beats. I was on the wrong side of the Arizona Cardinal a uh, decision not to kick the extra point. <laughs> I mean, I, I, and so I had left Pete's and I had to get home for dinner and he calls me when they scored this touchdown. And I mean, I'm Hail like, Murray. Yeah. This hail Mary. And I'm screaming. Murray. And then he goes, <laughs> and I'm still on the phone with them. I'm, I'm on highway 44. And he goes, he goes, Oh wait, wait, they're not, they're not going to kick it. <laughs> wait, what? <laughs> What the fuck are you talking about? He's like, they're not, they're not bringing the kicker out. Like, why aren't they bringing the kicker out? I'm like, are they over two? What are they doing? I thought he was messing with me. I mean, to to get the play by play from someone who you were just watching the game with. Oh, devastating. But you, Pete, was also on the run out of bounds on the one yard line. Well, I had that in our contest. Oh, it was a our pick six contest. We got to pick six games against oh. the spread, and it was a rollover week because no one had won last week, and I ended up winning. My other five games. So what is there at stake? Thirteen, fourteen thousand? Uh yeah. I mean the winners each got like eighteen hundred this week. But uh yeah, so I won my other five games. This guy, Chubb, runs out of bounds with no one within twenty yards of him from the other team and just devastating. I so knew- I actually had a good week, but I was on the wrong side of the two worst beats in on the NFL Sunday. It's terrible. I mean some of the my best memories, at least sports memories, are the Phenomenal wins, right? Like we we were in Vegas when uh, Aaron, Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers the playoff hail mary. Oh man, I uh, that was that was one of the best. <laughs> I mean, because you you just end up. I guess it'd be weird for that to happen now in the days of COVID because I I hugged 
so many random, terribly yeah. unhealthy people <laughs> at that casino right after Ooh. that. Because <laughs> that wasn't just the Aaron Rodgers for the spread. That was also Aaron Rodgers over yards, Aaron Rodgers over touchdown passes, Aaron Rodgers over completions. Like oh, all we, in one we, play. We, we, won, <laughs> we won five or six bets on one play. I mean, between our group, it was thousands of dollars. Oh, that was fantastic. In any event, we'll go uh, game one, the New England Patriots minus two and a half at Houston uh, this this week. I'm a little scared of this because this opened up at the Patriots plus two and a half, and boy, did everyone jump on them because they're starting to believe in Belichick again. This is the time of year where he comes alive, and so they're the number one public money uh, bet this week. So I hate to be there, but at the same time, I think Houston has has thrown in the towel as good as, as anyone else has this year. And it, like I had mentioned last week, the the – Patriots' schedule is so favorable now. They're going to be a playoff team. They they will, and they they need to win this game uh, to keep it keep it going as they've had. But that Ravens game was by far their toughest left. So uh, I like where they stand, and I like them to win by by at least a field goal. Uh, next game, I like the Packers plus one and a half at uh, the Colts. This is another heavy public game. I don't. It seems to be uh, maybe a bloodbath. For me this week, going so much heavy on the, on the public, but I just can't see the Colts beating Green Bay. They haven't really played anyone, uh, or they haven't beaten anyone until last week, which you saw. I mean, that's their best win of the year. Tennessee is is a fraud, I think. So if Tennessee's been exposed, I mean, the Colts they haven't they haven't beat a, a good team yet. So to think they're going to beat the Packers by by a field goal, I doubt it. The only thing that does scare me, in addition to the public being on the Packers, is that the line moved kind of oddly here. So it it's now, I think it's going up in most books. Is it at three yet here or still one and a half? Anybody? Still one and a half. Yeah. See, I, still I, one and a half. Scores and odds has it at three now. So I'm not getting, really? I'm not getting the benefit of this shit. And there's certainly some sharp money coming in um, on the Colts. But I'll take the, the Packers one and a half. Clemson. Florida State, 65 over. Uh, I I love this bet. You know, the uh, Seminoles give up a ton of points, 38, 41, 48, 31, 42, and obviously those are against teams that are not Clemson. So I expect Clemson to hang at least a 50 on them. And then uh, it's also great for Clemson to have back their boy Trevor. They've had a bye week uh, since their big loss to the Irish. So I think all signs – Point to a high-scoring affair, especially since they dropped a little bit in the rankings. Um, but at the same time, their defense isn't what it used to be. So FSU is going to put up a few points. I like that. Thank you, gangster. Sixty-seven and a half. The New York Jets plus nine at the Chargers. Boy, do I love this game. Owen mm-hmm. nine Jets coming off a bye. Their last game was that heartbreaking loss to New England. But you got to look at the schedule here. If the Jets are not going to go losing every single game this year, this is their chance because their remaining games are against all current 6-3 and three teams. They probably have the toughest schedule down the stretch, and the only exception to that, they play the Patriots in Week 17, and the Patriots, like we just said, are going to be a playoff team. So all six and three opponents, and then the Patriots. So if they want to win, they want to go one and fifteen. It's got to be this week. The Chargers 
they lose a lot of close games. Uh, I just I can't see uh, the Chargers blowing them out here since they don't blow out anybody. The line opened up at 10, quickly bet down to 8, and now it's back up to 9. So I bet you it closes or 7.5 or so. So get your money in on the Jets now. That's, that, that, that is a great bet. 3.05 Sunday start. Next game, Carolina-Detroit, 45.5 over. Both these uh, teams put up a lot of points. So it, to me, it just it seems like an odd line. I would have set it at, at 51, 51 and a half. So we'll take the over there. And what uh, game was that? That's that's five. Um, Carolina, Detroit, 45 and a half over. Sorry about that. All right, G Unit's picks are in. Now we head to our locks. I will lead off with my lock. My lock, we were just talking about this team at the beginning of our little segment. Uh, Cincinnati, minus six against UCF. Cincinnati is awesome on both sides of the ball. They're five and one against the spread. Uh, UCF has a bad defense. I think Cincy is going to kill them. I don't understand why this spread is single digits. I am hammering the Cincinnati Bearcats minus six against UCF on Saturday. Joe, what you got? Uh, I will continue to hammer them until I have no reason to hammer them. Otherwise, I didn't get to play it last week because the game got banged, but I will drop the 20 and a half. With, uh, with Ohio State against Indiana this weekend. Yep, and it's going to look even better because, well, Indiana's a top-10 school. They're going to crush them. And uh, I will happily lay the 20-and-a-half. Tim has it in his regular plays. I've got it as my lock. Uh, Ohio State going to roll. What's your final score prediction there, Joe? Seems like a lot of uh, points to me, to be like, honest. It, 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 it feels like a 49-14 game. Oh, man, no respect for the Hoosiers. All right, G-Unit, what you got? I actually have a sweetheart teaser for my lock. Uh, <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> so get ready. Joe to get work. your pens ready. Uh, I, I just, these just jumped out at me, so I, I had to go with them. Um, Arizona and Seattle, 47.5 over. That's moving it down from 57.5. You're going to go, you're gonna have to go really, really slow here. Arizona, Seattle, that's a Thursday night, 47.5. Should be a ton of points. Uh, and these are all over. All right. New Orleans, yep. Atlanta. 41 and a half. Boy, I love that. Yeah, that's good. I bet you uh, Atlanta's going to get a few defensive uh, pick sixes off of our our boy James. Famous James. Jameis, and then, uh, you know, he puts mm-hmm. up his own points. So that's 41 and a half on the tees. And, this, and then this is KC and Las Vegas, 46 and a half. I mean, those. those I really like that one. Those three just seemed, unless there's a, a freaky weather situation. In in Seattle or or Vegas, I just can't imagine any of those three going below those numbers. What do you guys think of the Chiefs minus six and a half? I think I love them. I think they're coming off a bye, and, uh, and they got the revenge factor. That's a sucker bet. That's if you ask me. Andy Reid off a bye? Are you aware of that record? Oh yeah, he's I'm a, a killer. Andy Reid's got some goofy stats uh, out there, and I, and the one off the bye is probably the most impressive one. But I'll tell you, when when that article was posted on ESPN, and I know a bunch of other uh, outlets the, the thing about them riding the bus around after the win you saw that I haven't, I haven't read that oh wow so so when when Vegas beat the Chiefs earlier in the year uh, they Vegas before they left took a victory lap around Arrowhead yeah they haven't won since have they Vegas or last week they won oh yeah they're doing just fine um, but but Andy Reid came out and said that he was pissed that that upset him I mean it's kind of an odd thing I don't know how you even uh, could. I mean, who's who's out there watching the victory lap? And it's I mean, it's, a, it's not like a big fucking deal. But 
Andy Reid made it a big deal by saying that it's you know disrespectful and not the way that they do things. I like so, that. And exactly, I think that most of the public who reads that says, "Oh man, Chiefs are going to kill him." Andy Reid's pissed, and when Andy Reid gets pissed on a bye week, geez, I mean, it's going to be a thirty-point game. I think it's going to be the opposite. I, I I think it'll be a very close game, and I think the Raiders will probably win again. You want to you want to do a straight up bet, Hookie? Straight up bet. Oh, yeah. Jesus. Why don't you make your final play here? Some people have things to do. <laughs> uh, our, our picks are finished, aren't they? Yeah, we're just uh, chewing, no, chewing the fat. He had the, who was your fourth team in your tease? Oh, it's only three. It's a 10-point It's a ten point teaser. It's not, oh. Yeah, it's only okay. it's only a 10-point ten, ten three-team. Joe, is there anything okay. you want to yell about? Other than nope, Hookie and I talking? Right G-Unit and I talking? No. <laughs> no, I... Uh, I, I I, I haven't really gotten to listen to the show all that much uh, this week, so I uh, I apologize. It will be an Iggy free, although, I mean, in reality, you can just kind of pick a million different things to, to hit at, uh, that he's still worthless, Pete, and I don't know how you work <laughs> with him every day, but I'll add uh, something. We'll let him just kind of rock. Joe, if you got a second, because Iggy said something today that I thought was just brilliant, which I agree with, because I'm a, I'm a Jimmy Buffett fan, that the one show, the question was, what concert would you go to once this is all over? And he had an answer. Then he changed it to Jimmy Buffett at uh, you know out out there at Riverport. And I think that is is the perfect show to do, just because everyone is just partying and it's, I mean in a great mood at these Jimmy Buffett shows. So what say you? What would be your concert? Oh wow, uh, good question. Right, uh, you know, like, it was one that was supposed to have been here uh, on March twenty first, but I would go with Sturgill Simpson and Tyler Childers it would be. Uh, if I could see a show with them tomorrow, uh, I think that's what I would pick. I really want to see point. Sturgill but, perform that new album. I really like it. Uh, oh, the bluegrass stuff? Yeah, it's really, 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 really good. But they were supposed to be here. That was the weekend. Like It was going to be an unbelievably great weekend because they had sold out Chaffetz, and that was the same weekend that uh, the NCAA tournament was supposed to be in town, and right. they were on different days. So I think I think we were a Friday-Sunday, and that show was a Saturday night. Um that yeah, I mean, I saw Sturgill when he played at the Gramophone. That'd be about nine years ago, that's give awesome. or take. Wow. Right now, I mean, that's um, a tiny yeah. space. Get yourself a sandwich. <laughs> Mississippi <laughs> Nights Club. Uh, no, I didn't. I didn't eat a sandwich while I was there that time. I have multiple times since then. But uh, but yeah, I think that would be the show I would want to see the most right now. Uh, I'd like to go see Bingham again at some point. Uh, we were supposed to be at Wrigley for Isbel and the High Women. Uh, that was in August, and that one obviously got banged too. So there's a whole bunch of stuff, uh, but I think that's what I would pick right now. That's a good call. That's a good call. Thanks, pal. I, I'm glad you appreciate my <laughs> my my personal choice in this. So, that's unbelievably kind of you. And at that, I'm going to have to tell you, gentlemen, that I got to jump. <laughs> All right, Joe. Take it easy, bud. <laughs> See you, buddy. Good luck this All week. Right, have a great Have a great weekend. Ah, right, you too, man. So, gangster, do we? Uh... Keep talking about stuff or what? Do you want to make this bet? What? So what's the what's the? Uh, well, it was just me and you will bet with no juice on the, uh, on six, the six and a half. Yeah. Well, I'd like to see a mm, so not not as strong as you were well projecting earlier. Looking, no, no, no. I I'll make the bet if that if that's uh, if that's the the real line. I, I get the sense that a lot of these odds on our site are are against me. Not purposefully but just that but six and a half on scores and odds as well see that and that's another thing that makes you think this is going to be a lot closer than uh makes you think people like you think 
it is people that people like me six and a half is one of those lines that is begging, especially when you have a team like the Chiefs who, who dominate uh, oh, so many second. teams. Okay, I was just checking the overall record. When the Chiefs are favored by six and a half, that's a little suspicious, isn't it? Just because you know so much public money is going to flow in, and I, I'm pretty sure the Chiefs are the second most bet. Uh, you just bet on the two biggest favorites of the week, I thought. Uh, two out of the three. The number one. But this is, is the one you don't like. Oh, yeah. Yeah. This is it. Well, yeah. Let's make the bet. You you name the price. Uh, let's go a hundy. Mark it down. All right. Six and a half. All right. I got the Raiders. All right. So that'll do it. Uh, <laughs> Tim's golden uh, voice is about to pick back up and lead you guys out. Uh, thanks for listening to Pick 6. All right, so there it is. Pete, G-Unit, Projo, probably arguing about picks, probably taking shots at Iggy if I had to guess. Maybe I'm off. Um, I'll have to listen to here, see what they selected. But uh, I am away this week. I'll be back next week. And we still wanted to record the Pick 6 podcast, so I'm doing it remotely, the HomeLoanExpert.com studios. Uh, on the road this week, producer Joe on the Mark Hanna Evergreen Wealth Strategies phone lines. And thank you also to Jim Rogers of Restoration One. Restoration One of CentralStLouis.com for all your water damage to your home and mold remediation. Munganess, Jamie Burkhardt, Clayton Patterson, those are my guys, at uh, Alton Toyota and St. Louis Acura. Seth Goldcamp of Design Air Heating and Cooling. And James Carlton of the Carlton State Farm Insurance Agency at Carlton. Uh, insurance.net. As always, thank you for listening to the Tim McKernan Show. Don't forget to check out the new website, mysoundstory.com, if you're interested in a gift certificate or an interview for the holidays for your family member or for doing it for your family members. Both me and Doug Vaughn are available. Mysoundstory.com for Gangster Pete, for G-Unit, and for Producer Joe. I'm Tim McKernan. This has been another edition of the Tim McKernan Show on the Inside STL Podcast Network. Peloton, let's go! This holiday, with the right music, and the right motivation from world-class instructors. We're going to pick it up a notch. It's the holiday season. You might just surprise yourself with what you're capable of. Work out to thousands of live and on-demand classes, from running to cycling to yoga. Try Peloton risk-free with a 30-day home trial. New members only, not available in remote locations. See additional terms at onepeloton.com home dash trial. Peloton, motivation that moves you.